Avengers was so nice, we're reviewing it twice. Hey, villains, don't think we didn't forget about you. The Ebony Maw, more like Slackjaw. Corvus Glaive, seems like he needs a shave. Black Dwarf, we'll leave that one alone. Thanos, more like failed to Planos. And I'm the man they know as Z, and this is Orc U. With the reviews. What? That's an awkward. Of Endgame. Op- That's very awkward. Yeah. That was, uh. I'm uncomfortable. That was something. Oh, well, we were, get, you know, <laughs> I was just get excited about that, uh, Endgame again. Was more. That, was that racist? I, I guess. Can't even no. tell. I guess, yeah. I mean, you did one for the heroes, so might as well. Gotta slap get the them villains, villains around. Gotta take it to them. I think I'm actually glad this is the Whatever last time. Whatever it takes. I'm glad this will be the last time we visit Endgame. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah, I'm kind of done with Endgame. I, I have ended my games. Well, as usual, we have Scott Keebler here. For the third time, we'll be visiting the Endgame. We're just, it's the, it is a cultural phenomenon, so we might as well I spend mean, some time on it. It is. Ten years in the making, it absolutely deserves the time that we are given it. And then we can move on to bigger and better things. And there's also uh, a hero in his own right. Uh, noob, noob. Yeah, I'm the star of the show, guys. Just look at yourselves. Nobody loves you because of how you look. Your stores are full of ugly customers. I feel ugly just talking to you. Vile. Gross. Icky. Putrid. Chunky. Bad-looking. Ugly. Don't you have some diarrhea to clean up there, noob noob? Uh, yeah. After the, all that butt chugging with Zac Efron, <laughs> I was, I am loose as well, a caboose. There's a tease for next week, baby. Oh yeah, there's a tease for next week. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> if you thought, and if you thought these were exciting and fun episodes, wait until next week's episode. It's a gem. I chugged his. That's <laughs> a real gem. I chugged it's his a... juices anally. It goes off the rails faster. I than thought a I was gonna make train. So I know we teased in the last episode that we we're going to talk a little bit about Disney Plus. So hopefully, um, well, we'll we'll go through and connect what Endgame means for Disney Plus, and we're going to do that with the help of uh, some of our friends, some people that you may have seen. Well, seen, yes, Instagram seen. Well, and, if you uh, go to their before. Instagram, yes, Elliot, you've seen for sure because. Uh, Elliot from Movie Files has his own YouTube channel, and he likes to review things, and he's all over the end game, and he's going to bring his special type of expertise. And then we also have Kenny from Mid-Level Movie Reviews. So we'll be bringing those people back to give their insight. We'll be going through some amazing questions and hopefully wrap this end game up in a bow to make it nice and tight. Like a toyga. Toit. Toit like a toyga. Like a toyga. So tight. Is that a Winnie the Pooh reference? No. Nope. We already went through this before I d- I in previous episodes. No. I, I remember Actually, words. Actually, no, in future episodes. No, it's past because episodes. of time travel. Oh, we time traveled oh. and he forgot oh. that we talked about Austin Powers in the future. But your previous self can affect your future self. That's fantastic. We should just bring on our guests because they're more interesting than Scott talking. Ah, uh, yes, I guess we can. Pretty so, much anything is more interesting than you talking, so... Well, I said Scott talking, so... No, you. Nope, Scott. 
So who's our first guest there, Noob Noob? Our first guest is actually Elliot from Movie Files. Okay, so we have Elliot on here. Uh, we're going to go over some questions from Endgame, since everyone in the world has seen it, him included, and we're going to get his thoughts. So uh, the first question for Elliot from Movie Files. Hey, Elliot, how are you doing today? Yeah, Scott's not important in this I'm question. I'm good, guys. I'm good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Ignore Scott. This is just me and you time, Elliot. Well, Scott's not here. this is how you're supposed right, to bring your guest on, asshole. I've heard it both ways. Um, so, no, oh you boy. just still go both ways. That's all. That's debatable. Depends on how much tequila. No anyway. worries. This is my third. This is my third appearance. So I feel like a regular now. So exactly. I don't, you know, I don't need the intro at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you clearly love me the most, and Scott's clearly a piece of shit still. <laughs> um, so with that amazing intro from me and not Scott. Uh, our, our first question is going to be with Endgame being over now what was your, your overall favorite moment from that movie uh, so after seeing it twice now I, I, it still gets me every time I see it but it has to be the moment where my favorite Avenger Captain America summons and has the worthiness to pick up Thor's hammer and goes one on one with Thanos and the, the, the combat of him knowing how to use it and, and Conjuring lightning into Thanos. I mean, that moment, it, like I said, seeing it twice now, it, it just gets better and better every time. And I just love that moment because it, show, it shows you that Cap doesn't need the serum to be a superhero. He has the worthiness to be a hero within himself. And I just love that moment. And it, it culminates everything that we've seen in Captain America so far as far as, uh, you know, him being just uh, a genuinely uh, amazing person and can and wield Thor's hammer. And I just love that moment. Well, of course, there was that tease for that before when he almost lifted the hammer during Avengers. Um, yep, exactly. And, you know, of course, Thor was nervous there for a second. And his reaction, mm -hmm. actually, what's funny, because Thor's reaction was the same reaction that my theater had. As soon as he picked the hammer up, everyone went completely ballistic. It was a theater filled oh, yeah. with people applauding and cheering. It turned into a sports event. And there was yep. probably three big hits that he had that got a huge reaction from a theater audience, which is something this movie's done that's never really been done before. Yeah. Yeah, no, same here with me, man. My theater went bananas both times. And I saw so I saw it the first time open night Thursday, and the, and the roof was just blew the door off the roof when that moment happened, and many other moments throughout the film. But then I saw it again on a Tuesday, 10 a.m., in the morning viewing, and it's still got the same reaction as the people I saw with Thursday night. So it uh, just goes to pro prove, you know, um, that this film is just uh, worthy, just like Captain America. Now, the only thing, did you find it odd that he just immediately knew how to use the hammer perfectly? Like, he's never used it before, picks up, he's like, ah, I know how to summon lightning, do pretty much you know, everything I, Thor did. I can totally agree, see your point there, but I, 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 I'll... Be, play devil's advocate, but he's seen, you know, him and Thor have been in battle, you know, from seeing him wielded in the first Avenger, and then they have their little team up at the beginning of uh, Age of Ultron, they hit the shield, and they use that, like, their line up, can't remember the line, like, it looks like they're lining up, so I think he's watched, you know, uh, Thor use the hammer enough to kind of pick it up, I mean, he is a soldier, you know, you know he's, he has history of combat, so I'm pretty sure he, uh, he can pick up on things pretty easily. And with that argument, you can actually uh, even justify that argument even more so because Odin did put the, um, the, the, the curse, or what was it, the, the spell on Mjolnir yeah. that yep. he who is worthy can hold it. So as soon as mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mjolnir decided that Cap was indeed worthy enough, I'm sure there was something else going on there that was subliminal. So, I mean, that's magic. Yeah. That's that's the world of, uh, it's magic. of magic. It's all magic, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah, kind of want to lift this hammer now. But yeah. I'm not worthy. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so that so that's your favorite moment. I kind of flipped a script on yep. that one. What, if anything, mm-hmm. did you have any issues with the movie? Um, so seeing it a second time, some of my issues that I initially had were kind of ironed out and, and kind of made more sense. One in particular, uh, particular thing was I personally had. From my first viewing, I preferred Thanos in, in, in Infinity War just because he was more, uh, not to say calm, but he was more of a wiser veteran in, in, in the game where he was a little bit, he, he felt for Wanda when she lost vision. You know, he, he, he had lines of sympathy at moments. In this film, he was just a, a goddamn beast. He was just ready to go at, at the Avengers uh, being four years younger uh, than when we got in uh, Infinity War. But it made sense after the second viewing that he's, again, he's, He's a he's he's a mad titan at that point. He's looking for the stones, and now that he knows that the Avengers are interfering with his destiny, he he wants to, as he says in the film, kill all of the Avengers, and it's now a personal matter. So that was figured out. You know, that was ironed out for me for a second viewing. And then my probably my biggest thing walking out of the film when I first saw it was the time travel rules, which kind of made more sense after a second second viewing to an to an extent. And then also Thor's character decision where they, you know, do the, the Thor Lebowski. At first I thought it was playing for more of a comedic moment, which it did. It hit every moment seeing him in that uh, condition that he was in. But then the more I kind of thought about it, you know, he, I mean, the guy's lost his dad, his mom. He's lost his hair at one point. He's lost his hammer, his brother. He lost Asgard. So at this point, he's a broken man. He feels like he lost half of the universe due to the fact that he didn't kill Thanos like he should have. So those little things were kind of ironed out for me. But I think... After still seeing the second time, I'm still trying to figure out the time travel quantum realm elements of the film. And that's probably my, my biggest kind of nitpick is just it wasn't all detailed enough for me personally. Well, with the Thanos thing, we actually talked about this last week's episode with Josh Brolin. We've, we've come to the conclusion that it's all just his acting and his ability to turn mm-hmm. Thanos into the nine year younger version of himself. It's just right. his ability and his acting ability alone, which is super impressive as it is. Um, and, yep. that's, and that's exactly what the character needed, and that was fantastic with what he did there. Um, with the mm-hmm. time travel, also something that we had discussed at length, actually. Um, I hate time travel, always have, but in this movie, yep. I liked it, and I'm not mm-hmm. mad with how they approached it and what they did with it. So, No, I, and like I said, my second viewing, you know, I mean, it is, they enter, not only are they dealing with time travel, but we're dealing with quantum technology and quantum science. So, I mean, it it makes sense. The, the biggest thing is I still don't know the idea of how Cap goes back, places all the stones back, and comes back in an older self. And, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I think I read something the Russo Brothers said that this, uh, that particular element may be, uh, may be brought up again in future films. So... A little bit there, but that, that yeah. w- and that was the only time that it was really wrong. The, and technically, he would be in a separate timeline altogether, but it's yeah. easily something that's overlooked for just getting to that moment because that's absolutely mm-hmm. because it was we knew someone had to go. It wound up being Tony yeah. Stark, and yeah. given Cap that out is just it's it's the romanticized out that everyone had always wanted for that character. So it's yeah. easily overlooked when it comes down to it. Definitely, definitely. But other than that, I mean, the film is uh, is, is pretty uh, pretty spot on as far as flawless in my eyes. Those, those little nitpicking things, I'm really, uh, really pleased with it. Well, but don't you feel that Fat Thor is a stab at overweight people and inappropriate and fat shaming? 
deep question there. Very, they're very deep question. I loaded, personally, uh, loaded you there, didn't I? Loaded, yeah. You kind of caught me off guard. No, I don't think so. Honestly, I think because people deal with depression and deal with things uh, in all different types of manners, whether it be eating more or eating less. You know, I didn't, I didn't think it was necessarily sad that you know people that are you know that are a little bit overweight or whatever, or however you want to phrase it, obese or what have you. I think it's just how Thor reacted to all of those you know, negative things that happened to him. And then the, the arc, the character arc, and you saw that he's just, he's just giving up, you know, he's, he's giving up on himself and uh, he's no longer the handsome, you know, the, uh, you know, the Thor, the God that we saw in the previous film, he's, he's broken down. So, uh, yeah. Elliot, you're allowed to say fat coming from, I'm a fat guy, so I'm going to give you the pass. <laughs> so if, if you want to say fat, you're, you're welcome to, it's okay. Hey, and, this is, this is coming from a guy that grew up, you know, pretty oversized my whole life myself, man. So I'm, uh, I can, I can speak from a, a, an overweight kid growing up that, uh, I don't think it was a, a knock at us, uh, you know, fat people. <laughs> no, I do agree with you. It was absolutely addressing the PTSD aspect of it. And I think if you're going to yeah. do it, that was actually a really good way to do it. So yeah, yeah. And the, the, did you have an issue? The, I guess the only other thing I could think of that's an issue, like when they brought everyone back, how they kept the five-year time jump intact, but like the people that yeah. got brought back didn't obviously age five years, so it's like half yeah. the world is five years ahead and half the world's five years behind. You know, that actually opens like the doors to Pandora's box for me because um, obviously the big film that's coming out next is... Uh, uh, Spider-Man. So, so obviously some people are going to be five years older and, and maybe be in college now. So I actually like that element that the people that were snapped back immediately come back from when they were dusted. And now they're entering this world five years later. So that opens up what happened in Wakanda these last five years. What is, uh, you know, obviously Scott Lane's daughter is five years older. What has she been up to? Um, I mean, there's so many, uh, Dr. Strange is, is, is Benedict Wong as, uh, uh, as, uh, friend is he now the the uh supreme one i mean there's so many things that could have happened in those five years a world without half of the avengers what's been going on so actually i love that element because it just leaves the disney plus shows to have their own outlet and obviously films to come what happened in those five years which actually kind of goes into maybe a black widow movie you know everyone's thinking it's a prequel but maybe it's her being the leader of the avengers the last five years so it's it's it just really was an awesome little story beat to me yeah, actually, I never, I never thought about that. They could do a Black Widow five-year, yeah, huh? And that, as, and that aspect was one of the reasons why I didn't mind the time travel in this thing because it wasn't a use yeah. time travel to bring everything like nothing ever happened. It's we're using mm-hmm. time travel to fix the problem, but we're also dealing with the fact that we did lose, and this is how the world is. Right, right, totally agree. All right, and then that leads us to obviously they lost. So uh, tearful moments. There was there was a handful of uh, heavy hitters. Did you have any yep. any one that stood out particular uh, as your most uh, tearful or impactful moment for you? Yeah, I mean, the, and it goes back to my second view in the, uh, and it got me still again. The moment where we see Cap, you know, or not Cap, but Iron Man doing the final sacrifice, it goes back to him and Captain America's conversation in Avengers where he says that Tony's not going to, you know, willing to put his life on the line. And having the moment earlier in the film of Endgame with Pepper. And totally discussing him, you know, resting. He finally gets the rest and all that. It just really hits. It, it just hit me all at one point. Just seeing that trajectory of the character from 2008 all the way to Endgame, and now that he has done, he can rest. You know, he, he wanted the world to be, to be covered with armor and be protected, and now he has his daughter Morgan, and obviously he has this relationship with Pepper now. That it just it gets me every time seeing uh, Iron Man 
take one for the team. Yeah, it kind of sucked. He worked really hard to get a family, and then he had one, and then he had to sacrifice himself to save everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and, and I agree with you. The second time, I still was getting choked up, and I was fighting that mm-hmm. urge. I'm trying to be the tough guy, the manly man. Right. <laughs> and, but still, it, didn't, it did not matter how hard I tried. You still got that, yep. that frog still jumped into my throat, and mm-hmm. it still mm-hmm. was struggling the whole time. Yeah, man, I tried to hold it back myself, but I couldn't, man. The waterworks were happening. I cuddled my teddy bear the entire movie. I was, I was very scared. <laughs> and by teddy bear, he means the guy next to him, whose name is actually Bear. So, yes, <laughs> there you go. He was very warm, and we shared popcorn. It was a large, a lot of butter. Nice, um, nice, nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was definitely uh, the, the I am Iron Man moment, and then his, his death mm-hmm. after that. That was definitely uh, a jaw-dropping and stunning moment for sure in the movie. Definitely. Definitely. And then that kind of leads us to the, the setup for future movies whenever whenever they're going to come out Avengers-wise. Um, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be some time, obviously, but how do you think yeah. uh, Phase 4 is kind of shaping up now with the, the structure laid out after Endgame? Yeah, no, I think, uh, man, I, I couldn't be happier. Obviously, it's such a, it's a bittersweet moment, right, where we lose, uh, obviously, Black Widow. We lose uh, Cap to an extent. You know, he's the old man Cap now. We obviously lose Tony Stark. Um, but I, I'm so excited to see what we're getting next regarding the characters that they've already established, whether it be a Doctor Strange, a Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh, obviously getting that little stinger at the end with the Ad Guardians of the Galaxy. I could not be more excited for Guardians 3. Uh, this is, I, I'm so excited because there's so many doors that can be open. Um, so to answer your initial question, I'm just excited to see the, the Marvel Universe is kind of, not necessarily start from scratch, but... We go back to the ground level, you know. We, we've had this intergalactic uh, world-ending event with Thanos and the Infinity Saga, as Kevin Feige uh, has called it. And now we're going back to, you know, next year we're, we're getting a Black Widow film, which I would imagine be a little bit more of a, a smaller, less world-ending event. Uh, we're, we're getting, you know, potentially, you know, going more to Wakanda and, and diving deep into what's been going on since uh, T'Challa's been gone. So the, the possibilities are endless. Also, so excited now for the, you know, what, what we get the Disney Plus uh, platform and, and all the shows they've announced. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm so excited for, for Phase 4. And really, like I said, I cannot be more excited for Guardians 3 because I honestly think that uh, we're going to get Adam Warlock playing a big part into the Soul Stone and maybe getting Gamora back or, or figuring something out with the Soul Stone. So there's so many possibilities that I just couldn't be couldn't be happier. And do keep that excitement going because it is official. Hemsworth had signed on for more movies. And that is he awesome. finally has Thor where he wants that character. So he's comfortable with it. He loves it. And he's ready to keep going as well. So that's definitely that something a, that we can thought. look forward to. The other interesting yeah, thing, that, you had mentioned the stream service as well, DC. Um, it's We've now, like our discussion has turned to, it was originally going to be uh, Hawkeye and... Um, it was Winter, no, it was uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah, but now, mm-hmm. it, now I think we've all figured out that it's actually going to be Winter Soldier and the new Cap. It's going to be Falcon stepping yeah. in as the new Cap. Yeah. So that's Which that's is, uh, yeah. That'd be another interesting way if they decide to go with that route as well. Mm-hmm. I mean that 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 went, I was already very very interested in that show, but now that's probably out of the four uh, someone announced shows that they've given us so far. I think I'm probably the most excited about seeing 
is there going to be some type of rivalry between the two? Because some people obviously feel like Bucky is, is deserving of the shield, which I can totally see that. But on the reverse side, I can see, well, you know, I can see Cat giving Sam the shield that he did in the film just because, you know, Sam kind of in the same vein as uh, Steve Rogers, he volunteered to become Captain America, where Bucky was more or less, he didn't really have a choice. He was, you know, infiltrated by Hydra and became the super soldier, this evil, you know, winter soldier as we know him. But, you know, uh, Sam was always there to, to step, step up step up to the plate. You know, he and Avengers, not Avengers, the Winter Soldier, he was the one that, you know, I, I have an opportunity to help Captain America, I'm going to do it. So I think that it makes sense, it comes full circle that Cap chooses Sam because Sam stepped up to the plate and it was willing to, to become this uh, this Avenger as he is now. So uh, really excited for that show to see what, what they're going to give us. Well, do you feel like they have to stay true to the comic book storyline or... Are you also taking this and accepting the the movie franchise as its own universe as well? Because, of course, Bucky does pick up the Captain America mantle at one point as well. So mm -hmm. there's always that option if you want to follow the uh, the comic book series. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, man. I mean, and I think Marvel has proven at this point that they, uh, you know, they obviously have taken influences from the comic books, but they've also just kind of taken their own spin on it. Very, I mean, Endgame has a mixture of different comic book elements and Easter eggs, but honestly, it's, it's a, more or less an original screenplay. This is not necessarily a, a storyline we've seen before as far as what they integrating the, the quantum realm and everything that they did and Professor Hulk and all that stuff. So I think at this point, they've learned from the comics and they're still going to use them as a, as a foundation. But, you know, I have so much faith in the, the directors, the writers, uh, and Kevin Feige, obviously, that they, uh, if they want to take it in a new route, a new direction, I'm totally game for that. And, and again... You know, I think, again, opening up Pandora's box, timelines, I think we're going to be diving into the multiple universe, the, uh, the multiverse, and have maybe Bucky is Captain America in one of these other universes that might have been altered with Steve Rogers staying with Peggy. I mean, who knows that we might you know, we might get that down the line. So, again, I couldn't be uh, more excited to be an MCU fan right now. Well, I mean, Elliot, as Orku's official man on the streets, you have the ear to the mm -hmm. ground. I just gave you that title, mm -hmm. by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah. What what do you what do you hear on your side of things? Do you hear people still complaining that they're not staying true to the storyline, or has every it says everyone everyone accept that this is its own story at this point? Because there's a lot of people I remember for a long time that complain that this isn't these characters. That's not how the comics go. Do you still hear that at all, or is that pretty much a thing of the past at this point? I think it's a thing in the past, to be honest with you, man. I think uh, people have, and, and improved it, right? I mean, the, the, the money that this movie is making is just showing that people are so invested in these characters. They're seeing this film, a three-hour film, two or three or four or five times, which is obviously <laughs> nine, 12 hours of their, of their life that they want to spend in a theater watching this film. So I think people have accepted uh, the MCU. They've accepted the, the direction that these films go in. I honestly think that, at least I can speak for myself, Anything that they announced moving forward, any shows, any movies, anything they want to deliver, I am totally on board because they have shown me in the last 11 years that they listen to the fans. They, you know, show homage to the people that have grew, grown up with these characters uh, via, you know, comic books. And, I, and, I, and I'm not a, a super comic book sweaty, as they call it, but, I, you know, I've read comics in my, you know, some, some, some storylines in my time. So I think even those super sweaties can now appreciate what the MCU is doing and then they're on board to see, you know, what Kevin Feige and crew have to bring to us uh, with future installments. And and did it feel like it was a three-hour movie even the second time you saw it, or did it go no, by just that as quick? Is, 
that is a, a testament to, and I think, you know, obviously you're hearing Kevin Clyde, the cast, uh, the Russo brothers just did a great job, but I really, really have to applaud uh, Marcus and McFeely on that screenplay because the way the, the movie flows and the dialogue, there's no dialogue wasted. There's no scenes that's wasted. So to me, it's so like a, honestly, like a two hour film at max. I was just so locked in and I have to give an applause to my bladder because I didn't go to the bathroom not once. Uh, first viewing, second viewing, so I was so glad to just sit down and enjoy the film, so it did not feel like three hours at all to me. Well, you were right the first time we talked to you, in Foggy We Trust. Yes, yes, in, in Foggy We Trust, yes. <laughs> and then, uh, Elliot, I guess the, the final yeah. question to kind of cap things off, if if you were to predict yeah, a... I see what you did there. <laughs> I didn't yeah, do that nice on purpose, little actually. Fun. Um, yeah. if, if you were to predict a, a new storyline for the next Avengers movie, whenever that is, what do you think they're going to go yeah. with? Wow. Wow. Um, so if, if, if I was a betting man, I don't think we're going to probably see another Avengers film for probably at least five to seven years, to be honest with you. And I'm fine with that because that's, again, with the sequels we got that we're probably going to be inevitably coming out, uh, and the introduction to the Eternals and introduction to, you know, all these new characters that are going to probably bring to us and also X-Men and Fantastic Four. Um, I think in, in seven years, we might come across maybe a, a Secret Wars storyline, which I know the Russo brothers, I don't know if it's been um, uh, confirmed, but I know they somewhere I read that this might have been their last MCU installment, which if it is, they went out on a high note. But if they, I've read before that both Russo brothers said that they want to do their favorite storyline is Secret War. So I think, if anything, we might get to that to that level in seven years with obviously Captain Marvel introducing the scrolls and the different um, variations of super scrolls and all that stuff. So I think that might be the next big event is uh, Avengers Secret Wars uh, uh, leading up to, yeah. The other thing to look out for is the Young Avengers because they have been starting to get oh, introduced. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, we've already yeah. got, um, we've got, Lang's kid, we've got uh, Hawkeye's mm-hmm. kid, we've already got, and mm-hmm. and even the the kid from Iron Man three was there at the funeral. Um, they're yep. pretty much yep. already set up to do Young Avengers as well. So it's mm-hmm. uh, so many directions they can go. Yes, and I cannot wait, man. I cannot wait. This is uh, again, uh, you know, just overall thoughts of this film. This is to me, I, you know, obviously I didn't grow up in the seventies. I know how everyone talks about how Star Wars, which I'm a huge fan of. I love, I love Star Wars, but they, they remember being at the theater in 1977, seeing A New Hope. And to me, what Endgame has proven is just that this generation is. This is for me. This is my Star Wars growing up. You know, I was, I was ten years ago. You know, I was eighteen when these films came out. So. I'm, I'm super excited to be a fan, and I, and I can't wait to see what they have uh, up their sleeves. Yeah, I uh, I can't wait to see what uh, what goes next. So uh, it's going to uh-huh. be good either way for sure. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that uh, that about wraps up our questions for you though today, Elliot. Uh, was there any final cool. thoughts or anything you wanted to plug? Uh, anything at all? Take a couple minutes. Um, you know, just just say whatever you'd like. Yeah, no, again, guys, uh, third time on. I-, I can't thank you guys enough for having me uh, on you guys' podcast. You guys are hilarious. I love your content. I love your uh, everything you have to bring. So I really appreciate you guys having me on. I hope to be on again in the near future. Uh, again, this movie is right now, if I were to rank it, I think it's still it's in my top five. I think I have a number two for me right now in game, uh, right behind Infinity War. And that's because I just, I've been with Infinity War for a year now. I know that movie from the beginning to the end. And, uh, you know, I have uh, in-game X2 right now, but uh, things can change when I see it again and obviously own it on Blu-ray. But again, guys, I want to thank you for having me on. 
Uh, for all the listeners out there, if you want to uh, check check me out on YouTube, you can definitely do so. We're at Movie Files. Uh, we're on Instagram at Movie Files, and we uh, we love talking movies and TV shows too. So all the fun stuff. All right. Well, thanks, man. Thanks again for coming on, and I'm sure we'll have you back on at some time in the future. So it was great talking to you. Awesome, guys. I appreciate it, and I'll uh, see you guys later. All right. See you, Elliot. Take bub. All right. Yeah, I uh-huh. mean, he's had the same experience the rest of us has. It's screaming theaters, and people enjoy it. And uh, uh, funny enough that he, when he ranked it, it was, went right to number two. Infinity War still holds that number one spot for him. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd, I'd probably rank Endgame. I think give give it time. War. I think for him and for everyone else, give it a, a little bit of time because he did say after having Infinity Wars for a year, it's been his favorite one. Give Endgame a couple more viewings. I'm pretty sure that's going to work its way up to the number one spot for a lot of people. Yeah, and the decimation itself, I think, was so impactful for people. It, we talked about that in the previous episode with the actual experience being in a theater, hearing everybody kind of like the, this, that sullen silence that everyone had. I just don't know that you're going to get that kind of experience with a movie again, at least not for a long time. So, Well, it's funny, Z. You were so quiet the whole time, I forgot you were even here. I was just, just letting you guys do your thing because uh, the questions are hard-hitting and impactful. So I They really needed a hard-nosed reporter to really ask those questions where you're just really not up to snuff I at just all. Guess, I guess I'm not, so I guess we'll, that'll lead us up to our next guest. All right, so we have our next guest. This is Kenny from Mid-Level Movie Reviews. He's the one man that makes me want to put on cowboy boots, slather my nuts in honey, and, and just go at it. So uh, I know Scott can't get me there, but Kenny does for sure. Well, he uses honey. Well, that, I like honey. I don't use honey. That's why it's so much better at it. Again, there's different levels. I use blueberry honey, to be honest. This is, we really got to... We really got to make this less gay, but it's super gay. Right way off track, yeah, we did, but I feel like our love is going to bring us closer. Anyway, uh, Kenny, what's up, yeah. man? How you doing? What's going on, guys? How are y'all been? Thank Good. you all for having me on the show again. I, uh, I have been slowly and uh, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I was going to say I'm dying inside until I got to hear your voice, but... Uh, Anyway, no, you're just dying. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I'm that just later. dying. I had way too many drinks and not enough cocaine. Um, so <laughs> let's just get into some questions before plus, I go. Plus later, I'm planning on murdering you. So yes, that too. Wow. We have a podcast. This is amazing. <laughs> um, so uh, our first question for you, Kenny, uh, what was your favorite movie? Jesus fucking Christ. Favorite movie in the moment. What's, my favorite? What's your favorite my, my moment favorite in the movie? movie? I can't speak today. Uh, probably Empire Strikes Back. Wow. Wow. Um, there you go. Or, or Jaws between those two. Oh, oh my I God. mean, I both, are, both are classics that we grew up with. So, I mean, there's no argument there. What if Jaws came yeah. out of the Death Star and just ate Vader's asshole? To death, like that's Why how he died. Oh, Everywhere, yeah. like eight Vader. You could just let that. I just feel like Vader. if those movies were made today, like with all the shared universes, that's exactly what would have happened. That's what George Lucas and Spielberg would have came up with. It would have just been instead of a death ray, it would have been a giant shark launched towards the planet. Yeah. Uh, a boy yeah, can exactly. dream. A boy can dream. So here we go. So favorite movie moment for you, and does that move? That did that moment. I'm doing it too now. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> asshole. Did that moment correspond with the rest of the theater? Did you get a reaction from your theater as a lot of people are responding to? Talking about just for me personally, or what got the biggest reaction? Or? Uh, both. I guess go um, with you personally and then expand it upon the uh, the whole audience. Um, I think probably a, a medium between both would be um, 
those those portals opening and everybody coming back like that was the, that that was the biggest moment. Um, they got the biggest. They got the people on their feet in the theater, um, screaming and, and cheering and everything, and just seeing all those characters come back. It 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 made the entire snap worth it to me, even though we all knew they were coming back. Just that shot of Cap standing there, and then you start to see the sparkle, and then the portals open. Like it was just beautiful. Um, I loved every moment of it. And it's funny, actually, just thinking about it right now. I'm starting to get chills down my spine again. So. Yeah, definitely yeah, a it, major, it, major moment. And I, I don't know what it was because I've only seen the movie once. I wanted to go back and see it again, but um, I haven't gotten to it yet. But um, I, it's hard for me to like pinpoint. For some reason, I just got oddly really emotional during that part. And I, I don't even, I don't know what it is. Like, because you would think you'd get emotional like, during the part where uh, we're doing spoilers here, I guess. Oh, yeah, full, um, yeah, yeah, full spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah when, last, when Iron last, Man dies yeah, or last week we uh, Black pretty much Widow dies or something like that. Yep. Sad to me, but like I didn't like tear up. But like when all those portals started opening and you realize that Cap's got help, like that just hit me. That got me right there. I think those will just be tears of joy when it comes down to it. It's That's the accumulation of what we've been working towards this whole time. Yeah. Um, but the one thing, just to kind of talk about what we were talking about last time, but um, who was it that thought they shouldn't have shown them disappear? Uh, that's me. That's me. I feel like that was a personal time. You, continue. <laughs> Do you still feel the same way? Oh, 100%. I feel the same. I like the opening, 100%. to be honest, though. I did like the the opening with Hawkeye yeah. before he was Ronan, showing right at the snap with his whole family well, disappearing. That's that was, what I was going to get into, because I, I think that was one of, if not the best openings for any Marvel movie. Yeah, that... Um, it, and yeah, you wouldn't I, I have could, that if you... I could argue best movie opening of all time. I mean, how have we ever seen a movie just begin like it did right after the trailers? You're sitting there watching these trailers, yeah, and all of a it. sudden, it's begun with no warning, and here you are. Yeah, and it was all silent, and you see the Marvel logos flying across, and then... Um, I don't even think they throw up the title until they go after Thanos. No, you know, Cap's yeah. like, let's go get this son of a bitch, and then that's enough. Yeah, they did. They did the Marvel. Lo- they did the Marvel logo. They did a song, which wasn't. Yeah, for me, that made the it. other style. Yeah, definitely, definitely a powerful opening to a movie. Probably one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I would say I hold firm on saying the snap would have been a more powerful ending, but that they well, kind of rectified just proof it. Proof that you're still an idiot. And that's not going to change. So uh, we can move on from that. So, uh, but anyway, we'll move to the next heavy hitting debate. And that is America's ass versus thick boy Thor, who is actually sexier and more prudent in this film. Do you think his ass was more important or was thick boy Thor just that beer gut? Did that really give this movie that extra oomph it needed? Uh if we're talking about this movie specifically, I think overall it's Captain America. He's the he's the best Avenger, the sexiest Avenger. Um, for this movie, I think that the better gag was uh, Thick Boy Thor. Um, de- definitely, definitely the best payoff. I think. Now, for the you- fact that he didn't turn back the entire time was 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 great. It was, and it was obvious that this was when Hemsworth was finally most comfortable with the role. 
Um, a lot of people yeah. were angry about Thor being fat, but it was also a lot of realism with the PTSD that he was dealing with. So uh, I think everyone yeah. here agrees with you on that as well, Bub. I feel like everybody kind of expected like the light to come down and him to turn all muscular and right before they pop Thanos or something. But the fact that he stayed that way the entire film. Well, yeah. Well, just, they just. It, it was genius to me. Like, it was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Well, they just. They braided his beard. That's about it. So, uh, that's yeah. acceptable. Now, now, did you know, do you know anything about like Thor from the Norse mythology or, or just, uh, just from the, like the Marvel stuff? Just, just, I mean, I know a little Norse mythology. Um, not a lot though. Probably mostly from the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Cause like that's the way they made him in this movie. That's why I, I liked it the most. They basically turned him into the Norse God of Thor where he's kind of, He's a little chub chub. He's got the beard. He's got the long hair. Yeah. Um, so that's where they're, they're making him like the badass, like fat boy Thor. Um, and if you have a PlayStation, you play God of War. Uh, the end scene is actually thick boy yeah. Thor coming coming to Kratos. See, I haven't played the newest God of War, um, which I heard deals with Norse mythology, but I played all the other ones. Okay. Um, yeah, both of those games. Um, okay, so then next we're gonna go into it's getting dark in this room. I can't read my shit. Uh, the characters. So obviously there was a whole bunch of characters in Endgame. Half of them were disappeared from most of the movie. Do you think yeah, that there was? That's true. Yeah, that, that's kind of true. Um, do well, you think well. there, there was anyone that was like underutilized or that maybe should have had a bigger spotlight in this this movie? Uh it's hard to say. I feel like everybody was pretty well utilized. If if I had maybe one problem, I guess I might be with Hulk. Um, you weren't a fan of Professor that, Hulk. He, no, I liked that. I, I think he was underutilized a little bit. Um, particularly just at the end when they all go out to Thanos. I, I didn't understand why he didn't walk out there with them. And I know it's because he was underneath the rubble. Um, after the building collapsed, I understand all that story-wise, but why they didn't make it to where all of them confronted Thanos together. Maybe it was because they would have had too much of an advantage against him. Um, but I feel like all four of them should have been together because I see those four as the main Avengers. That Yeah, I mean, um, and he did kind of... He, he fucked up his arm pretty good when he did the snap with the uh, the gauntlet, so I, I'm not sure he would have done much yeah, to... Like, uh, uh, to really help in that regard anyway. Well, actually, that does raise an interesting point, something we haven't discussed. Would Professor Hulk have had a better chance against Thanos than Rage Hulk did? Because with his, you know, ability to think and, and deduct and, and, you know, plan ahead, would he have gotten an advantage from yeah. that? Or would the strength of just Rage Hulk... Well, that's... The other thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that Thanos took all of them on with no stones. So I think that Hulk could have easily beat him this time with no stones versus what he had in the beginning of Infinity War 1. Um, and then well, by the end of Infinity War, he had five and he took on Cap. Well, it was in, and, uh, in one, he only had the one stone in the one and he wasn't using it against uh, Hulk. He did beat Hulk the first time without the assistance of the stones. Beat him on his own. Yep. That's true. Um, yeah, I think all four of them together probably could have could have took him on, but I don't know. I don't know how powerful Thanos is uh, about the stones. Yeah, I, I feel like they've uh, 
Did you think uh, Captain? Did you think Captain Marvel was a little kind of like pointless? She just kind of shows up at the beginning, goes away, shows up at the end, flies Uh, through some shit. If I had even thought about her, I probably would have said that. But the fact that I didn't even remember she was in the movie just goes to show you how pointless she was. Yeah, that's. I think Um, it was because she was so overpowered and. The writers said they were going to give her an Achilles heel, which I don't recall them doing. She just didn't show up that much. I guess it's getting punched on the fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you got a power stone in your hand. I'm sure that's going to take everyone out. She's got them thick power stone up her ass. That's her Achilles heel. Oh, my God. Yeah, she (laughs) took a thick purple load right in the face. Knocked her right on her ass. Used it a gel for a um, hairdo. I mean, I'm, I'm not against Captain Marvel. Like, I actually like that movie uh, quite a bit. They should have brought um, Goose. I just don't. Oh, uh, fuck. They should have had Goose scratch Thanos right in the balls. Or the eye. Oh, uh, you're still an idiot. The No? Would yeah. that not have been cool? Like, meow, and then scratch? No. No? Yeah. Goose is probably still alive, yeah. right? Eternal Kitty? So now not only is Gooch responsible for scratching um, Nick Fury's eye, he will be responsible for restoring uh, the galaxy. Well, what about the rat that saved the, the universe? Everybody's talking about the rat that saved the universe, the one that saved uh, Ant-Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, that's bound to happen. I mean, it was five years later. It's not like it, was, it happened like the next day or something. Um, I didn't really have a problem with that. And it, it it was that one part did just kind of happen for reasons, but I'm I'm okay with it, and I think everyone else is too. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you just have to sit back and realize you're, you're watching a movie, and these they, they got to move the plot along somehow. You know, things are going to happen, and they're going to show how they happen. Yeah, that's uh, I guess in terms of moving the uh, the plot along, that's my my next question. Did you find any issues with the the pacing for the three hour long movie? Um, I didn't think it was as well paced as Infinity War. Um, I had some kind of structural issues with it. Um, I don't think it was slow. Like I don't feel like it was slow. I feel like the three hours moved pretty quick. Um. But it was just a, it was, it was a weird movie to watch. It was, um, felt a little disjointed how they, it was basically like you're watching three movies in one. Like the first hour is very somber and everybody sitting around, you know, crying. Yeah. Then after that, you have the, off, yeah, after that, after that, you have you the time heist, heist and then you go to, uh, the battle. It just felt like three movies in one and. Yeah, in a battle. Yeah. So I, I just don't think it flowed as seamlessly as Infinity War. Yeah, I, th- um, I thought it it was impressive that they basically fit three mini-movies into one large movie, but there wasn't all... I mean, there was yeah. cohesion, but it wasn't as as fluid as Infinity War. Yeah, and, and like I said, like, I need to watch it again. Like, yeah, and I've I seen, it, I've seen it twice, and I can not, tell you that you know three hours did not feel like three hours either time, so... Um, when you look at yeah, it that way, I, I you know it was see done. It again. Because I feel like when everybody came back in the end, I feel like the reason why I felt the way that I did about it was because they took that time in the beginning to set up how distraught and um, upset everybody was. Um, and if they hadn't took that time, it would have meant as much if they all came back. Yeah, they did a great job um, doing the build-up. I feel like it. it had purpose. 
It's just um, there's not really anything I would cut. It just doesn't necessarily make it um, a stronger movie for me. Okay. And then uh, I guess looking forward for that, what, do you kind of expect or, or have a prediction for the next Avengers storyline, whenever that may be? Um, not, uh, I mean, obviously you have things like Fantastic Four and X-Men, and there's already stuff that's rumored um, as far as like Black Widow and Black Panther and, and all that stuff. I guess um, they're going to have to introduce a new big bad at some point. Um, I don't, I don't feel like they're going to go the, time travel route and introduce anybody with um, involving time travel. Yeah, well, they do now have the alternate um, so universes, I, but how do, how do you beat Thanos? How do you get a better a better villain yeah. than Thanos? I don't, I, I think it's, to be honest, I don't think you, the answer is to go bigger. I think they should scale it back a little bit and maybe build back up to something like Thanos, but right out of the gate, you know, I think to go with somebody like maybe a Doctor Doom or, um, Maybe somebody within their own. Yep. Did we lose you? Uh, War Machine or, or any one of those lesser characters, maybe they turn on them and something happens. Um, it could be a split, splintering of Avengers. Yeah, um, I I think kind of uh, bringing it... I'm, like I said, I'm not as familiar with the comics. So I'm not sure kind of where, where they're going, but... Um, wherever they go, I mean, I trust them fully. Yeah, I, I think kind of bringing it small and building back up is is probably the best way to go. I I, I think it's going to be many many years before we see another Avengers. So, but whenever they do do yeah, it, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, to be honest, I just you know kind of feel a little exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, like Avengers, anything <laughs> kind of took a lot out of me. I'm not even that excited for Spider Man Far From Home at this point. <laughs> need some recovery um, time. I want to see Endgame again, and uh, you know, recover and heal a little bit uh, from the losses. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they should take a couple years off. To be honest, I know they won't, but I think uh, you take a couple years off, build up some hype, anticipation, bring it back in 2021 or something. Yeah, um, with some new storylines would be uh, would be good because you don't want to you don't want to wear out your welcome. I mean, they're on top of the world right now, but um, who's to say they won't be in five to ten years if they keep uh, pumping it out at such a rapid rate? Yeah, I, th- I think they'll probably take a breather, regroup, and then come back with some new stuff. So that's uh, I-, I don't think they're going to have any problem with money, but uh, yeah, they're, they're going to probably take a different approach. No, moving they're forward. making they're going to make as much as like uh, three or four Marvel films put together in game alone. Yeah. So, um, he's looking across 3 billion. Yeah, most likely. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that kind of wraps up our Avengers questions. Um, and, and again, thank you so much, Kenny, for coming on. I, I want to kind of give you this time. If there's anything you wanted to plug, uh, any upcoming reviews you have on your Instagram, uh, anything like that you wanted to mention. Um, no, I just um, follow me at uh, Mid-Level Movie Reviews on Instagram and Letterboxd on Mid-Level uh, MR. I do reviews daily, weekly, post content daily, at least uh, three or four posts a day, just um, you know, talking about the, my favorite movies. And I do pickups, uh, giveaways for new movies about um, digital codes, 
Um, today I actually posted a pretty fun list of the top because it's uh, May the Fourth do with you. Um, top four or the top four moments in Star Wars. Um, I did like nine moments from Star Wars that were like core based, and uh, I'm doing a review of Twenty Eight Days Later tonight. All right. Well, we'll we'll be on the lookout for it. And uh, again, Kenny, I just want to thank you so much for coming back on, and I'm sure we'll have you on in the future again. Okay. Guys, thank you. All right, see you later, man. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that, uh, those technical difficulties were a little unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucked. Are we still recording? Yeah, yeah, no? we're still going. Sure. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. much, much like um, Tony Stark's tech, we're gonna have to get better and do some improvements in orders to continue on. But uh, yeah, un- unfortunately, you know, technology was there. Uh, and I love uh, I love Kenny as well. Just uh, unfortunately, we had a bad line there. But I mean, we got most of that conversation through. Not very painful. And and it was probably Z's fault for falling asleep at the wheel and being an abject failure and not being a supportive team member. Of the I podcast. did hear him. I did hear him this time around though. He was he he yeah. did chime in briefly. So it was impressive. Because Noob Noob's an idiot. I don't know. I think he was probably just downstairs watching Dragon Ball Z. Oh no, I definitely was not. No, I think he was. No! No! God, please, no! 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 It's a lot of no's for eyes that are saying... I guess he had to, though, because it was two episodes in a row that he completely forgot about it. No, so. it was one episode. It was one episode that he forgot. And it was like one in... tried screaming might, towards the end. One in yeah, eight, forget, eight so. ninths of an episode? Uh, yeah, so it is yeah. one episode. You know why? You know why I hate time travel? So, <laughs> so we touched on it real briefly with Elliot about what the future of Marvel is. And, um, you know, he focused a lot of the movies, but the Disney streaming service is going to be a huge monster coming up. And that's going to be a lot of where the future of what these movies and these characters hold. So Bes- what, what does it mean for the Disney streaming service when you look at Endgame and, and where it's where is it going now? Well, to me, it, there... You know, the one thing about the movie that I, I'm not going to say I didn't like, but there was a lot of fan service. And besides the fan service, there seemed to be setting up of Disney's, Disney Plus shows. Would you say the movie was fantastic? It was fantastic. Me helpy. But think about the, uh, you know, it's originally titled Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now it looks like it'll be clearly titled Captain America and Winter it Soldier. It could still probably. be Falcon and Winter Soldier. American That's Falcon. Not necessarily. How? Falcon. But so WandaVision. Captain Falcon. is the one that they were talking about. Well, I guess that's obvious going to be the two years that they got to spend together. Uh, Vision seems to be still dead unless they figure out to bring him back I in a robot. I also read that for... the time frame of Vision is supposed to be like the 1950s, so which makes no sense. Maybe and in they the com- time travel And in the again, comic books, Wanda kills Vision by tearing him apart. So Sexually? And having no, his baby. no, she literally ripped him apart like bolt from bolt and with her circuit vagina. from circuit. Uh, uh, rode him into big, nuts and bolts with her big red Hel- dust Hold cloud. Oh, she yeah, had a she helmet. just destroyed him like the red tornado. So there's that. Uh, we're also looking at a Loki series. So obviously, That's Loki clear. took the Tesseract and bolted. So, so well, and that to be an alternate universe. But absolutely, you can have Loki just causing havoc all over the place. Yeah, we have no idea. But I guess Tom Hiddleston, uh, Hiddleston still liked to do the Loki character and wanted to continue with him. So even though he's dead in our continuum, he'll have fun somewhere. He'll have around. other universes to play around in. 
and well, the, and that's what it is, and that's and that's the part of timelines that they didn't screw up royally here. Is you have alternate universes, and you can now travel around and do different things. And the the other one that seems to be rumored is a Hawkeye series, but it would appear to me, as you kind of hinted at earlier and and talked about with the Young Avengers. If he's going to be training his daughter to be the next Hawkeye or what have you, I mean, that might be incorporated in it. Well, who, or, would, be, who would be a lead role in the Avengers to bring up the young Avengers? Because everyone's gone. Want, um, Romanoff was, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Black Widow was the one that was running the Avengers yeah. for the five years. She's gone Let's now. just have Murderface Hawkeye do it. He's a real good example for people. Well, apparently he's a good dad until he doesn't have kids. So as long as the kids are around, you're, you know, you're good to go. Until so, his kid gets into peril and he starts murdering everybody again. But yes, I mean you still have you still have him. You still have Black Panther, um, Spider Man's young, so he's going to technically be a young Avenger if you look at it. Um, you have Scott Lang's daughter. Who's Scott been Lang's aged daughter, up. which Ant Man, which Ant Man was never really huge in the Avengers. I don't think he's really going to take. He's a one lead- of the founding members of the Avengers. I don't know what if he's going to take a about? leadership role. Not this Ant Man. No, not this not Ant-Man, this but Ant-Man, in the comic book. In the comic book, yeah. And the, well, the original Hank Pym was one of the... Uh, well, they weren't really the Avengers, no, but they weren't the founding Avengers. member it was of him, and him, him and the original Wasp were the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, there's a million ways for it to go. You just have nothing to say there, huh? Uh, I love America. Sh- you really <laughs> don't care at You're all. You're just... I'm checked out. I'm, I'm not done. checked out, but I'm not checked in? You don't want to watch the Disney streaming No, service. Loki I want to watch. I want to watch Loki. I want to watch uh, Hawkeye. WandaVision. Not WandaVision. That You're should just so be canceled. so going to sit at home and watch WandaVision. I will watch no. WandaVision if it's on one of those adult networks. That you have <laughs> when to, they have a wood rocket. you have to pay extra for. Yes, they might have a WandaVision. Loki's that. probably going to be the, be the best one. It's going to be the most fun one. I'll like Hawkeye if he goes back to Ronan and starts killing again. Starts murdering children. That was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that. He's going he's gonna to pull the uh, Anakin Skywalker. Basically just turn him into John Wick. Murder some younglings. Avengers 4, Return of the Wick. Or Revenge of the Wick. John Wick's going to cross over into this universe and he's going to be the new villain. How about Light the Wick? He, all he wants to do is like go home. Like He doesn't want yeah, to do Yeah, he just wants to go home killing. and raise his kids. But maybe and Hawkeye's t- loose teach- arrow like shoots his second dog or something. And, and, te- then he and just teach goes his ballistic. daughter how to be a killer. Yeah, but I think that's it for the Young Avengers. I don't know who else is out there. Uh, oh, maybe Ty Simpkins. I don't know. Maybe he takes the Iron Man. Iron Junior. Iron yeah, Junior. I mean, I can see. I can see Young Avengers being Marvel the next step in the movie storyline. Mar- Captain Marvel. Uh, what's her name? The the young girl that's in that too. She could potentially. Photon. Did they sign up? Did they sign her up or, oh, or, or yeah. announce additional Captain no, Marvels? She- She's signed up. She did a seven movie deal, so she's got four movies left. Yeah, she's only done. Wow, that's gonna be a mistake. She's Why? got a lot of movies. It left. made a lot of money. It made a billion dollars. <laughs> and you won't have an origin story. I this don't time. know. I don't know if Brie Larson's strong enough to carry on a uh, an arc like that. I, apparently, they you think disagree. Doctor Strange is. Yeah, I think he is. Really? His movie didn't make a billion. Benedict Cumberbatch is awesome. Everything Wait. he does is gold. So let me ask you: Doctor Strange is better than Captain Marvel? I I like Doctor Strange more than I like Captain the Marvel. The movie Doctor Strange better is than better Cap- than yes. Captain Marvel. Yes, you are insane. Nope, I like. I mean, it. they're equally. Good. I was super bored during Captain Marvel. Mm. I enjoyed Doctor Strange. Well, it's because you hate women. So, well, I mean, there's always that. <laughs> Seriously, Doctor Strange was an okay movie. I at think best. I think it's better than it was Captain Magical Marvel. Magical Iron Man. 
It was magical Iron Man yeah, redux. Yeah, I liked it. And guess what? I, I saw it. Iron Man. Yeah. I don't I need it. to see Doctor Strange. No, I saw Doctor Strange and I liked it better than Captain Marvel. I think mm. that was a better movie. You are wrong. Are you just sexually pants. excited more by Benedict Cumberbatch than Brie Larson? He likes let's, the beard. It's all about the beard. Let's, and the let's beard just hunting. agree to disagree that you're wrong and I'm right. Would you like to play with his time stones? Yes. <laughs> Both of them. He just really kinda like, like who's that villain? Kind of like Ben Wildball. just roll around in my whatever. hands. You're just that big of a fan of that, that actor. Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch. No, Caldesis or whatever his name was. What? Mads Mikkelsen's character. Oh, yeah. I don't remember his Seducis. name. Yeah, you can't even, we can't even remember. At least I remember who's the villain from Captain exactly. Ronin and some scrolls. Better than who is the villain of no, uh, and Goose, kind of. That wasn't the villain. Ronan was there, but he wasn't the villain. What was the guy's name? Uh, in Captain Marvel. In Captain Marvel. What was His the villain's name, name? I know the actor. Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah. Exactly. Dumbledore. Exactly. Dumbledore. He was Dumbledore. Oh, then who is Doctor Strange's villain? Um, Don't know, let him answer. Dormammu. Yeah, for five all five seconds. That was a cool ending, the Dormammu yeah. ending. But Which I was just, also time travel. So yeah, there you go. Boy, you love the time travel movie. No, huh? that was a time lock. That wasn't time travel. <laughs> oh, okay. Nope. Time Doctor lock. Strange, better movie than Captain Marvel. Case closed. <laughs> you and Thor too can hang out together. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was that was the mistake. That's a low. Blow. And that's agreed that they didn't figure out Thor until Ragnarok anyway. So I like Thor one. Thor 1 was a decent intro. Thor 2 was a it's mistake. A, and then there was Ragnarok. I don't think that's it was when they saved it. A mistake, per se. There were some good parts of that movie, It was too. just... They, they were going in the wrong direction. It's Thankfully, so, Ragnarok saved it. it okay. Thor, the worst movie is Thor 2 or Iron Man 2, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Mm, yeah. Better movie, Aquaman or Thor 2 or Iron Man 100% Thor Aquaman. What? Stupid. Thor and Iron Man both, both better. better. <laughs> no, they're not. Aquaman. Aquaman was garbage. Movie. It was a Dude, garbage I cannot movie. wait for you to rewatch that movie and you're going to be like, I just rewatched it recently. I'm like, Jason Momoa was still sexy suicide in 4K. Suicide Squad. Remember when you finally admitted that Suicide Squad was garbage? You still you're going to get oh, there someday. Did you just watch it again? What are you talking uh, about? Did you see it again? Did you enjoy they it? have Banta Black Manta, the blackest Black Manta. No, that's Hold on, this thing fell on me. Come pick it up. Hey, look over there. There's something. Oh. Hey, look. I gotta, I gotta pick this rock up. Oh, I gotta pick this thing up. Can I pick this other thing uh, up? This other thing broke. Maybe I'll call some uh, dolphins to come save me. We could do Such, that. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Come save us, dolphins. And there you go. Oh. It was interrupting, and so it had to be exploded. Wait. Okay. It was an interrupting dolphin. <laughs> Drops in the water like that? <laughs> he had to yes. throw it on land. Interrupting dolphin. Well, it exploded. It blew up and landed on land. Yes. Uh, so I guess we should finally be done with Avengers. Yes. We now should. Avengers. We, can, we can step away from it. Put we them can to bed. work ourselves into some other uh, things. We'll God go back to some Zilla. Netflix shows, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's Detective coming. Eventually. Pikachu. No. No. And probably some serial killer type stuff. I bet you, I, I, I could put money on it that Aladdin. when Noob Noob goes to try and review Detective Pikachu, it's going to be another one of those greatest reviews of all times. It could Bobby. potentially be. I think it could be one of those greatest. Reviews. It's going to be. I'm going to have to have you list how many Pokemon are in the movie. Got to catch. Did them all. you in fact catch them all? Oh, I catch them all. Just I'll throw like my balls all herpes. over those Pokemon. Yeah. And then how many die? I want to know that too. They better not die. Oh, it looks like it in the trailers. Mm, I'll be Sounds upset. Like some yeah. Pikachu. Murder. I'm gonna yeah, be upset. 
Yeah, the one the one gets hit by a car. Noob Noob's not gonna be happy. Yeah, he, he gets hit by a car. Yeah, the one or he gets drives hit by a car his motorcycle and then drives his motorcycle into, and crashes. Yeah. He wasn't wearing a helmet. And that's why there's yeah. Pokemon centers to heal them. Mm, I don't know about all that. Mm. Especially when Mewtwo like rips people from limb to limb. Yeah, he seems a little aggressive, but we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Think he just needs a boopsie. Mm, doubtful. So. so, if you like what you heard here tonight, the Avengers is finally wrapped. We can go to bed happy. Put but a bow on it. Before you do that, make sure you go to Instagram and say hi. Work underscore U O R K underscore U. YouTube at Our Reviews Will Kill You. Facebook.com slash Our Reviews Will Kill You. And we hope to see you all there. And we hope to hear what you thought of Endgame and Avengers and how satisfied are you after 10 years. We should we should probably thank our guests that came on today as well. Oh, we could thank them. Yeah, yeah. they're important. Uh, Elliot from Movie if Files. If you could keep them straight. time, you did something. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Kenny from Mid-Level Movie Reviews. Yes. They're both fantastic. Check them out on Instagram and the YouTubes and the Letterboxes. Yes, our guests are fantastic. Thanks and I'm going to for... do what I can to link them over at our friends over at scottwillkillyou.com because Scott will kill you with Friends. friends. And we have plenty of them. Go check out that website and all the links attached there. And there's plenty of stuff to keep you busy. Well, that just sounds fantastic. So from all of us here, Ed Orkew, have a pleasant evening. Perfectly balanced. This whole thing should be.